The guys were back, uh, just uh, home from the NRL Rock Lake match that Doug Glorfield puts on, and it's, uh, I forgot my podcast gear when I came over there, so now we're doing it over the phone instead of in person, so. Unreal. <laughs> anyway, it was, uh, <laughs> it was hectic, I had to, it was a busy weekend, I had to get back, I've been trying to catch up on paperwork and stuff and i think i might go up and hunt, help on a uh mountain goat hunt up in washington on on thursday or friday so i'm scrambling to get a bunch of stuff done so i can get up there so it's nice. hunting season so right you're getting ready to go on a, a little a little hunt right going to saskatchewan on a whitetail hunt I'm pretty excited about it um you i've know, never shot a whitetail before so it'll be a i think it's gonna spoil me right out of the get-go <laughs> cost a lot of money but hopefully it's a it should be a fun. good opportunity. Oh, it'll be a good one. Yep. No, it'll be fun to see what you what you pull out of there. So, um, anyway, so let's jump right in. We've got um, we've got the Kafaro giveaway we're going to do in a little bit. Um, I yep. think I think we have another giveaway we're working on. Uh, a couple new things with us. We um, do. We do. So yeah. Go ahead. We'll announce that as uh, perfect right after we give this stuff away too. Perfect. So I started playing with six five Creed. Joe spun me up a barrel. Um, just dove into it. We'll talk about that a little bit. Kind of fun to shoot. Kind of fun. It's fun to shoot something different, and it is different. Uh, but I think there's uh, there there's some pros and cons. Obviously, more recoil. Uh, you know, just the basics. But um, I think there's some some pros there that outweigh some of the cons. I think so. We'll see. It'll be fun to fun to chat about. But. Uh, we just got yeah, done. We'll be- we just got done. Uh, Jake, let's just let's just jump into Rock Lake. So NRL match, one of the local ones that I can, one of the very few ones I drive to, or that we both drive to, um, as far as two day nationals. Um, so it's kind of nice. It's right by Jake's house, thirty minutes away. Get to drive over there Friday late, and and then stay at his place. He puts us up in the shop. It's real nice. Feeds us like kings, and it's an easy, easy trip to go to which is nice I, i'm envious of guys that get to drive to matches it makes it a lot more a lot more <laughs> a lot more relaxing <laughs> that's the truth Jeez. so it was awesome like i bounced out right after we got done shooting got home i got home by 7 30 um Jeez. and uh was able to get some stuff done um sunday night and then right back into it yesterday so it was uh it's nice being that close to home versus Heading back to the hotel and and doing the flight thing on Monday and getting back Monday night and being tired it was uh it was it I liked it so anyway so yeah let's start out with that what was uh day one stage one you decided oh, you decided to um just to give everybody a sporting chance really <laughs> I do, I don't uh, I don't know if I was still sleeping or. <laughs> what was going on and so we, we we get up to this stage very simple stage and when you look at the scores you realize how simple and easy it really was um and yeah. so i went back and looked at the scores and i think the top 20 people cleaned it and then you know the next you know the next 15 got got minus one you know it was eight round stage seven out of eight or something like that so it was a fairly simple stage i would I would call it a meatball stage. Yeah. Had um, a big one yeah. target that was at four fifty ish. That was, I think it was a 12 oh, by 12. No, I think it was probably a little bit bigger because the 12 by 12 was right next to it. So oh, it was, was at it? least, a, it was big. Yes. It was over three. It was, 14, 
It's over three on Moe, right. and it was lots of time. Like the times were one forty-five, but we're only shooting eight rounds, so plenty of yep. time. It was off this gate. It was rock solid. You could use a tripod rear if you needed to. You didn't need to, but just to really guarantee, because you had plenty of time. Why not? Um, but everyone cleaned it almost. Well, not everybody. <laughs> so, not everybody. So I, I'm first up in the squad. So I shoot, clean it. Jake follows me. I'm picking my brass up. I set my gun down and I hear, I'm not even watching. Cause I'm like, well, there's no wind. I'm not, I know he cleans it first shot. I'm bent over my backpack, putting stuff away. And I hear, the R, <laughs> I hear the RO go, Oh, and I was like, Oh, so I turned around, jump on the glass. Second shots. I don't know how way high it looked like six feet. I don't think it was quite six feet high. But it was, uh, I was like, Oh, I hope he saw that one. Cause there's grass up there. First shot I didn't see second shot. I barely saw through the spotter and he picked it up and it was kind of wet. It was kind of yeah, wet grass. Too. It was, there was no dust coming out of there. And, uh, so second shot. So then third shot, he third, second shot was way high. Third shot. He caught and just barely slipped it over the top and then got it, got it figured out. Um, so he gets done and he's like, Oh God, I gotta go to zero on my gun. I'm, and, we're, and I was like, man, I don't hold on. So we're looking and he's like, grab my Kestrel. So I grabbed my Kestrel and, and he ran dope for five fifty instead of four fifty. <laughs> I was like, Oh, Jake, buddy. Ridiculous. And there was a, so, so three down on everybody. First stage. Yeah, three down on everyone. I was in last place after stage one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was in last place after stage one. And so then, but what, what was frustrating about it is, is that uh, I knew that those three points were going to be huge in a match like this. If the stages were, they continued to be the same level of difficulty. Um, or lack and so of difficulty. I knew that. Or lack of, you know, if, yeah. if they were the same level of difficulty, yep. then it was going to be fairly easy. Yep. And it, it actually ended up that day one was about like that. Yep. Um, I, I ended up dropping. Uh, so right here is the decision on what you do for the weekend. Yeah. And so you have to make a decision whether you are just going to grind it out, gut it out, try to fight your way back into it. Um, and if you don't, then, you know, you're just, you've wasted a weekend, um, wasted, yep. you know, all your training time, wasted all of your, you know, whatever. And so, um, I ended up shooting fairly well. I knew my gun was shooting good and I knew everything was, was acting as it should. Um, so I tried to grind it out and I dropped another two shots that day, um, which still put me in eighth place. So it, it showed you how yeah. simple that, that day was. Um, cause I only dropped, you know, uh, Five well, total. I guess, excuse me. I dropped, no, six total. Yeah. I, yeah. Six total. So I dropped two on one stage and one on another. So I, I had dropped one all day until the very last stage of the day. And I dropped two more right oh, there. That's right. So I could have been, right. down, you know, I could have been down four. Uh, realistically, I should have been down one or two, um, yep. on the day. Yeah. So, yeah. So you, you had a good attitude. I mean, you're like, Hey, here we go. Um, um, and shot really, really well. Um, I don't know well, what, what the heck do you, so no. I did, I shot first and I had a clean plate and this is, I got a six, five Creed barrel started breaking it in. I, I was using some once fired six, five, uh, Creed Hornady brass that I picked up off a of range out of a guy's gun that was once fired. Um, 
And so I was kind of just, I was like, man, I want to run the six, five Creed. I want to try it out. This would be a good match to do it at. Um, and so I broke barrel in threw a load together really quick and, 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 and got over there kind of late on Friday. The sun was right in my face when I was zero and my zero was off. I was like, man, I, I just hate to change stuff. Cause I thought I had a pretty good zero at home, but I was pretty high. And so I, I came down a 10th and first stage, pretty clean plate. First shot hits low, uh, a 10th or two low second shot right on top of it. I'm like, man, I'm low. And, um, so I get done with that stage. Luckily, the plate was big enough that I cleaned it still, but I get down. I was like, okay, I'm going to put a 10th in. So I added a 10th, get to the next stage. First shot that most of our squad cleaned this stage. I shot high and the wind was picking up and I just missed right. So I might've missed right regardless. Um, but I was, I was way, I was pretty stinking high. So then I held bottom of the plate of these two plates, the rest of the 700 yards or whatever, and clean that or finish that stage. Didn't drop another one. So then I was like, well, okay, I'm going to take that 10th back out and lower it back down. So I take the 10th out and then I go another stage and um, it's, it's okay, but the targets are big. You're like, I can't tell a little bit of mirage. I can't tell if I'm hitting them high or on. Okay. I'll leave it. Go to the next stage with a skinny target, shoot over the top. And I'm like, dang it. And so then I take, I end up taking two more tents out and re-zero my scope. So once I did that, which took me half the day of, of at co- least a couple stages and, and yeah. yeah, I really did. I guess it was the second to the last stage where I took the two tents out. I'm like, well, it is what it is. Let's try it. And I cleaned that last stage. That was actually a pretty solid clean. There was a little sporty diamond. It was probably the smallest target that we shot that day. Um, the first target was a little diamond off these stairs. Um, and I was able to clean that stage and, and finished. I was eight down. So it was only two down from Jake and the scores were, the, everything was so tight. I wasn't too worried about it. Um, but I did, I, you know, I dropped two, three shots that, you know, maybe more three or four. It's hard to, it's hard to know two or three that you wouldn't have. And so on a meatball match, that's a lot. Um, but we're, we're still in it. Um, Next day is that well I do want to so the six five creed obviously more recoil but the last time I shot you know big sixes or or even the six five forty seven and by big sixes I'm I'm you know a two forty three a six SLR you know shot some of those early on with like one fifteen D tax going pretty fast you know so quite a bit of recoil compared to a little dasher with a one oh five um, but. The last time I shot those and the six five forty seven I shot at a few matches was was kind of pre weight kit. It was more when we were in that kind of that seventeen pound gun range and now we're at twenty one twenty two twenty three like we've added three four five pounds to our guns everybody has and so I was like man i'm gonna try you know try these these heavier calibers again so I start shooting the six five creed I'm shooting the one forty it was a one forty burger at twenty eight fifty um, and, and yes, there's certainly more recoil from, from wobbly props. I can tell, but what I lose in, um, or what I sacrifice in, 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 in more recoil, I, I gain in seeing trace. And so it's going to be interesting. It's too early for me to talk a lot on. I only shot one match, you know, I shot 400 rounds through the gun. So, um, but I was shocked at, how much easier it was to see trace and I, i'm not a great 
I'm not near as good as Jake at seeing Trace out of the sixes. There's some matches where I see it pretty good, and there's other matches where I feel like I shot for two days and never saw Trace. And so I'm not near as good as watching it as Jake is. And with the 6-5 Creed, it was almost like I could not see it on, That's right. on, on a lot of stages. And so that I'm pretty excited about. Um, to kind of see how that progresses is I really get this thing ironed out and get comfortable with it. Um, totally new. I've never shot a six, five Creed. I've never loaded for one. You know, I got new dyes. Everything is new to me. I'm running 4350, um, H4350, uh, just Hornady brass right now. Um, but, um, it was fun. I'm excited to see, see what that can do and, and, and to see the trace and, you know, watching, um, being able to see that in, in difficult situations. And also there's some situations, it wasn't as a, as big a deal here. I don't think, uh, but you're going to get that bigger splash on impact. You get the bigger splash on misses in the dirt. Maybe that gives me a few points every once in a while. Um, it's hard to say. Um, maybe you get a, what a, tiny bit more but maybe you get an edge hit every once in a while <laughs> yeah, I, I, I doubt it <laughs> but but anyway so, so that was fun um anyway so so uh i guess roll into day two uh we my my gun i'm pretty confident in where everything's lining up at uh you know for the most part i got a little bit of extreme my 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 standard velocity or standard deviation or or extreme spread is a little higher than i like during side in but that's probably because i'm using kind of mixed up brass and not you know i don't really have it ironed out i'm not running you know high end we're just running range hornady brass so i'm not running lapu or alpha or adg or whatever um so I'm sure I could lower that ES. So I had a little bit of ES, but other than that, everything was lining up pretty good. But um, mm. day two started out uh, a little bit more wind coming up, and we start on some big targets. But then, then uh, oh, we started on a tiebreaker stage, which was fun. Just an easy, good stage to start on. Just warm the barrel up, dude. You it but, down, but twenty. <laughs> Jeez Louise! I didn't have much to lose. I was like, well. I'm going to go big or go home. And, and it, it just, it was a quick, t- I think actually uh, Ralph took a video of it. I'll just post it on Instagram. Cause those are, those are always fun to watch people just shoot fast. And, and it actually, <laughs> it actually saved you three spots. FYI. Oh, the tiebreaker. Yeah. I know you bounced out early, but that was a three spot tiebreaker. Cause was it was it? by, it, oh, not only was it three, it was like, it was like 14 seconds faster than everyone else in the field. <laughs> it was it was a fast run. It was fun. Jeez Louise! <laughs> it was an easy. It was a it was four targets across this hillside. And you on start. You standing gear in hand. Start gun on the bench. Uh, left target two shots, and then you move to the right. So it was like square ipsic square ipsic or something across this big span in the four four twenty to four fifty range. It was all yep. kind of similar range. So you just had to shoot two, move, shoot two, shoot two, you know, just kind of move across the hill. But, um, it just, it wasn't much wind. So I was able to hold center plate and then just let her eat. And, uh, and, uh, I, I should say my gun's hammering for wind call diaries here. He always is, uh, he's always Hammer time. hammering. <laughs> anyway, he's always, <laughs> he's always making fun of me online. So I enjoy that. So, you uh, know, I will, I will say that the five creed in general you you mentioned a really big benefit and the bigger the bullet the more air it's going to move yeah so you're going to set that bullet wake you're going to see the trace a little bit better for example when i trained with my 308 
even though there's a lot more recoil, yeah. um, I see the bullet really well and I, I can watch it fly through the air because it's moving so much air and you can almost, it's like, it's like right in front of your scope and it's just yeah. like a big bumblebee heading down range. It like, is. geez, there. Yeah. It's and so much so different. For, for, it's definitely different. And so what you, what you kind of give away in minimal recoil, I think you, you do gain some advantages back. Um, mm-hmm. obviously there's certain times for that, right? If there's, yeah, if there's no wind, um, and yeah. you can't have the benefit of a big bullet, then it might not necessarily be, you know, an advantage. If, if it's zero miles an hour, if it's a East coast match or whatever, where you barely have to hold plate or hold off plate, whatever it is, really the, the, the big thing there is that you have to, you know, just control your mental game. You have to stay in, um, stay in every single stage and not make those mental mistakes because really everyone's just pointing the reticle on the, on the target and everyone's gear is so dialed now anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all your ballistics are perfect with Kestrels and all your, you know, ballistic apps. So everything is, is spot on. Um, I think where the six, five has a, has a, a definite benefit is in maybe grassy matches where mm-hmm. yeah. there's not a lot of backstop where you can follow some trace and you can say, okay, I missed that just left where somebody else in a six millimeter they might not be able to see that or in, in any gun, obviously it, it takes practice to watch trace and you have to know what you're doing. Um, but that being said, it, it might make it slightly easier. So mm-hmm. I've shot mine a little bit. Um, obviously we're both transitioning to six, five Creed, uh, yeah. you know, going to run some, tr- uh, you know, that, that true velocity ammo, um, that yep. we're loading up very shortly. Yeah. We haven't uh, talked about so, that a lot, but, um, yeah, yeah. we're excited about it. Yeah, we're excited about it. It's going to be a, a a sweet, you know, sweet, uh, um, sweet piece of ammo that you know we get to shoot. So, but anyway, that being said, I think there's some there's some pluses and some minuses. I don't think if you have a dasher or a br or whatever that's dialed in shooting really well, I don't think it would be. Uh, you know, a big switch over, but I don't necessarily know if it's, you know, super worth it to just go run out and build another six, five Creed. I think, you know, that might be at barrel's end or something like that. Uh, yeah. you know, don't just rush out and grab something just because it's, it's, it's working for somebody. And yep. look, there's a few people that have been shooting six, five Creed super successfully, Dan Bertacchini yeah. and Morgan Mor- King. Morgan King won and, the NRL finale with it. The yeah. Dan's won so matches with it. Everyone that one thing, that's what I was going to ask you about. What, what, well, here, finish your thought and then I'll ask you my question. Well, no, um, you know, just, just, you know, in the big scope of things, uh, there's pluses and minuses for each caliber, or each cartridge you choose. And depending on where you shoot and depending on the style of shooting that you do will kind of dictate what the right caliber for you is. Um, and, and, and for you, be, mean, meaning, you know, the listeners. Yeah. So if, if something, uh, if you are shooting some windy matches and you would like to see some trace, um, actually a, a 6.5 might be a better bullet for you. Um, and, and, and I'm not talking about a six, five PRC. I'm not talking about a, a speed demon six, five round, just something that will, uh, uh, you know, allow you to see a little bit bigger bullet wake, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, 
and it's it's definitely a real thing so try it out um and then maybe get behind some other people's guns and try those out so okay man you're shooting six five can i just take a few shots with it after the match yeah perfect of course you can um yep. you know so on and so forth so but yeah what's well what, what speed are you shooting your 308 at so i shoot the 308 at i think i shoot 175s at 2600 yeah so i think so that's another a, element in, in trace for sure and i and one and this is all just guessing and, and wondering but i'm shooting 2850 but with a 140 but i know if i shot a 150 class a 153 a 156 a something in that class at 2700 you'd see trace even better you're gonna have more recoil oh, you, but you're gonna see trace way better so that's the i know morgan dan and morgan both ran like the 156 dan dan or morgan was running the i think the burger 153. the 153 and a half that new burger at 2720 yep. or something and that's even more trace and so it's all trade-off games um uh between it all but but I'm, you know, I, I kind of go like, man, you know, 135 or 140 at, at 28, 2850, or one a heavy in the 27s. Like, um, it's all more trace. It's just I'm not sure what the perfect the perfect combination is. Um, yeah, I guess you know we'll see. We'll keep playing with it, but we're, we're gonna find out. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna test them. It's pretty fun. Um, I will. It was it was interesting just comparing dope. So after our stage one debacle, normal like Jake said, we weren't awake. But normally we say, "Hey, I'm running, walking up the stage. I'm two one. What's your dope? Two, yeah, two one, two two. Okay, I'm in the ballpark. I'm not a rev off or a mill off or something stupid." Um, and so after that first stage where we didn't do that, we started doing that more and more. Hey, uh, does three, five and four, eight sound right? Yeah, that's ballpark. Okay. Well, we started doing that and I was surprised running the same speed. Um, you got, you know, you guys running dashers in the squad and then I'm running the creed at the same speed, just with that, that heavier bullet, how much less dope I was having to dial. Like no. if, if you guys were four or five, I'd be four, two or four, one. It, it was, it was a lot more it. than I thought. I mean, um, anyway, it was, well, that was, the, that's kind of interesting. The BC of the bullet really takes over about that, you know, five, six, yeah. seven, 800 yard range. And so out to, you know, a couple hundred yards, you know, we're all 0.9 to 300 and we're yeah. all 1.8 to 400. Like those are pretty standard numbers but then it starts to really uh you know the 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 better bullet the higher bc bullet which obviously yeah. you have with the the 140 which is substantially higher yeah uh, it's it's gonna you know it starts to take over and then your wind's a lot less too so even if we're talking wind yeah um you're you know like hey jake what are you holding man i think i'm gonna be at like half mil left you're like okay well i'm gonna go four tenths left yeah why well, because yours, your bullet doesn't get a quite, a, you know, as much wind effect. And so that's going to be an advantage as well, because you're running a little bit better, higher BC bullet, even though it's going slower, eventually the bullet takes over and it starts to, well, I guess, you, you yeah. know, in that situation, you're not going quite as slow, but like, if we're talking about 2700 or something um yeah if you were running the know, 150 class it would be pretty evident it, i just well, i was expecting yeah. us to be closer because it wasn't a huge difference but it was it ended up being more than i thought but i didn't run the numbers before and to compare i was kind of last minute just joe got me chambered it quick and we're just scrambling to break it in and get it over there because i just i was like man i just want to run one in a match i've run 
you, know, you guys know how much I've run sixes. And so it was, I was like, man, I just want to run this, play with it. It'd be fun to do something different. And then one thing I was really excited about, I was like, I just want a spinner in a match with a six, five. That'll be awesome. And I'll have an advantage. <laughs> and then there was a spinner and I was like, yes. And then in the stage description, it said, you don't spin it. And I was like, Oh dang it. <laughs> so you're like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, anyway, bring back the spinner. I, I want to get back to shooting spinners. They're so much fun. They are fun. I don't know. I, I was going to try. I had three shots. The last three shots you don't get any points for spinning, but I was shooting it on time to spin. I was like, I'm going to spin this stupid thing. So, one, one or two more and I would have had it, but we're out of rounds. Oh, that's so. funny. <laughs> but anyway, day two ended up being a little bit more sporty. Started off, yep. you went on a tear. It was like pretty big target, pretty big target. And then, and then it was like back-to-back really tough stages there was there was wolves at a thousand fifty which weren't wasn't a particular it wasn't a tough stage if you shot and and your everything was spot on you had some windage um but a lot of guys including myself were struggling i I slipped i think they were just over the back but neither uh spotters me none of us saw where those bullets went and it was a big dusty field i was like how are those disappearing and so there was a couple shots I missed. I didn't even know. I was like, well, I don't know. I'll hold a little lower, I guess. And I ended up with three out of eight hits, which just that was that kind of put the nail in the coffin for trying to claw back. And I ended up in seventh, I think. But um, you burned it. You got a seven out of eight, which was a great stage on that high score mm-hmm. for our squad. Um, there was a prairie dog stage. These two little prairie dogs. When we went from shooting giant target, giant target, giant target to these targets that were a tenth and a half wide, maybe at five fifty or something, <laughs> two tenths, maybe. Six, six yeah. Oh, six thirty, Yeah. And then the wind, right when yeah. we got there, the wind picked up from like guys holding two or three tenths to we, we were holding the mill and you know, you ended up, I, I think I got a five and you got a six. So it's like, okay, we're hanging in. We, you know, we didn't get a two or a three, which really easily could have happened. Um, so we kind of hung in through that and then, and you just kept it, kept it going, um, and battle back. I was like, I just didn't, I, this is me. This is a bad, you know, bad thing for me. I didn't think with some of the guys that were ahead and how I saw some of them shoot some stages, I didn't think Jake could get back to second. I thought he could get third or fourth and to his credit, he just, he kept grinding, kept grinding like he talked about and battled his way back to second. Um, and and it was pretty 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 awesome. So good props to you for keeping your head down and and despite your uh, your little first stage bobble, you you shot really really well Jeez. all weekend. But I got to say, well, though, th- Jake Millard, he a uh, young kid over here, uh, been shooting a ton, and he had just a just a, a career little weekend here and hardly dropped any points. So even if you got he those shot- three shots back, he still would have got you by a shot or two. So. I- I still lose by one. Yep, that's yeah, right. So he so, yeah, he was on fire. I mean, he earned it yep. and he shot really well. Um props to Jake. Man, yeah. he uh he's he's been shooting well. He won the uh he won the Arizona uh TPRC match uh last month. Yeah. And so I was gonna make a joke and say that uh someone named Jake has won more Arizona TPRC matches than everyone else combined. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's true. Won, Cause you won four I, in a row. I won like, <laughs> won like four or five in a row. And then he won one. And there was, there was like one in between where neither one of us went to. So it was, it was, uh, uh, okay. it was just a fun deal. That's cool. Yeah, I think, he, you know, as far as, 
as far as battling back, you just have to keep your mind in it and you have to focus on the next stage and don't get down on yourself and don't, don't lose concentration of the end goal. And the end goal is still to shoot well, every single stage. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's really what you want to do is you want to make sure that you don't make mental mistakes. You want to make sure that you're fully prepped and prepared for the stage. And so, um, obviously part of that is, uh, on the first stage, I wasn't fully prepped. I wasn't fully prepared. I had the wrong dope in there for crying out loud. So yeah. Um, after you ranged you it know, and told me the dope, I was like, Hey, what's the, cause we ranged everything for you. East coast guys that complain about ranges being off. You better bring a range finder to the West coast. So we were <laughs> every stage you got to check and yeah. double check. So there, so there are not very many, are right. You know, targets getting moved and positions are moved and whatever. So just you were ranging every targets. You told me 450 and then, and still made the error of 550. So I, I think just I, first stage early, just, I don't know, just, it is what it uh, is. It was a, it was, it was definitely a mental mistake. Um, it just cost me more points and I dropped the rest of the day. And that, that's unfortunate. You just got to battle back. And, um, I had a couple of guys ask me what, you know, what's your mindset when, when that happens, um, on order yeah. to keep it. Cause a lot of people, they just melt down and then they end up dropping 15 over the course of the day yep. or whatever. Cause it's just, it's just, you know, they have it in their mind. It's just not their day. And that's the worst mental mentality you can have is today's not, just not my day. Yep. Don't ever, ever say that for all you competition shooters out there. Don't ever say today's just not my day. No, you make it your day. You make it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't want to swear, but you make it your B, you know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> you, know, you, you, you take it and you do what you're good at and you go out there and you perform. Yeah. Um, you know, today's not my day is not an excuse to shoot. Well, it's not an excuse to, you know, put up on Facebook. Well, this weekend just sure wasn't my weekend. Well, you you can make it your weekend by preparing. Well, you can make it your weekend by, um, you know, doing the things that, that need to be done in order to shoot well. Yeah. And yes, yes. And no, there are things that happen. Obviously I dropped three points right after the get go. Um, that I normally don't drop. And so mm -hmm. I very easily could have said, well, today's not my day. Yeah. I think the big thing is just staying in it mentally and, you know, challenging yourself to say, okay, um, even, even though something like that happens, what can I do on the next stage to make this next stage? Great. Well, can I, you know, I got, I, you know, I need to really prepare myself, look at the wind. Well, um, you know, I need to make sure my dope's right. Put yourself in the position to succeed mm -hmm. and then you will succeed. And I mean, I noticed that a lot from you as well. Um, like in, in North Dakota, for example, there was a stage yeah. that just ate your lunch. Yeah. Um, first stage of the what? day. <laughs> yeah. First yeah. stage of the day. Uh, but guess what? Stay in it. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't let that get you down and yeah. don't let that have any negative impact on what you're talking about, what you're thinking about, just, you know, don't worry about it and then rock and roll yep. and see what happens for the next stage. And yep. then do that, do that again and again and again. And then, you know, it should all work out uh, in your favor. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is. It's, we've been through, been through a lot of matches and it's, it's, it's easier to do that when you have a bad stage on a hard match. It's, it is harder to do it when you know that it's an easier match um, exactly. And luckily Saturday or Sunday got harder and it left some room. If, if Sunday would have been like Saturday target size wise, 
You know, it's hard to say. I don't know how much you could move around. Um, but when well, you when you have I, those harder stages, you it gives you some room. Exactly. It gives you room. It gives it lets the it lets the. I mean, it sounds it lets the more talented shooters. Uh, if everyone cleans every stage, you can't move anywhere. If there's a hard stage and the best guys are getting sevens and eights and, and guys that aren't putting in the practice time or having some issues or are, are, are getting fours and fives, it gives you some room to move around. So it's hard to separate yeah. on meatball matches. Um, I, I mean, a lot yeah. of you guys know what we're talking about, but um, when you, when you have a bad stage in a meatball match, it is, it's, it's harder to overcome than, you know, when we were in, uh, North Dakota, I was like, well, that was tough. And then there was another tough one and another tough one. You're like, okay, well, there's some room to, to do some damage here. Um, they're all tough. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, which, which is I fun. Mean, that's, you- the, uh, and those a lot, the, the matches I love the most are the ones that 100%. are, equally every stage or equally as difficult as the last. And so for example, what I, what I don't want or what I don't like, I guess is easy, 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 hard, easy, 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 hard. Um, and the reason I don't like that is because the wind can change. The environmentals can change. The Mm -hmm. sun can change. Everything can change. And so it, it might depend where you shoot that stage uh, as far as timing on the day, maybe you shoot it in the morning yep. and it was easy. Maybe it was hard in the morning. Maybe it was easy in the afternoon. Yep. All that doesn't matter. But, but there's, you know, the problem is, is that it, it opens up the possibility for, uh, some unfairness. Well, if they're the same level of difficulty, Hey, this is a, yep. a eight out of 10 level of difficulty. Perfect. Make, make sure all your stages are an even eight out of 10 level of difficulty. Yep. And then you'll have a really good course of fire and a really good match. That's fairly weighted yep. throughout all the participants and throughout all the stages. So it doesn't matter if you shoot it in the morning at eight o'clock or if you shoot it in the afternoon at three o'clock because this somebody else that's shooting a different stage at eight o'clock and a different stage at three o'clock has the same level of difficulty on their stage. hundred percent. And so then it just makes a really fair and you know, it's just a fun match to, to grind it out all weekend too. I mean, I, I personally enjoy it maybe because I've, I've shot a lot of matches and I know some people say, well, you know, their hit percentages weren't 90%. Well, look, Jake, Jake shot this weekend and he dropped, he shot 95% this weekend. Um, he dropped nine shots all weekend and I ended up dropping 13 shots all weekend. Yeah. And so out of 170 or a hundred and whatever it was, uh, you know, I dropped, you know, I was still at 93% this weekend, you know, whatever it was, it's still a very high, high number. It means you're basically getting nines out of tens or 10 out of 10 on every single one. Um, and so I think that the, the level of difficulty will change, um, I guess I thought it would change as our equipment gets better, but it seemed to be that we've actually gotten a little bit easier matches, uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. There's been some, some pretty easy ones. It's, it's interesting to, I I agree with you on the tough. It's fun when you have to go to a stage and you got to think you're like, okay, my shooting order is this, I'm going to move here. And you got to put some thought into the stage versus you walk up. It's like, okay, it's prone and I shoot, you know, this many times at this target. And it's just, 
or, or I'm not bashing prone. Prone's a definite skill, but just it's a one position off this rock or it's, it's, it's not just one position prone. It's one position positional. It's just, if there's just not much movement or there's not much targets, you don't have to do much thinking, especially you get your first wind call. If you hit great, um, you just run it and clean it. And if you miss one, you make one correction, then you run it and finish clean. And so it's, it's, it doesn't stress the mind a lot where you're thinking, okay, I'm going to move here with this equipment and then this bag. And does my gun fit in this port? And then what's my movement from here to here? And am I going to hold over? Am I going to, am I going to dial? What mags am I going to use? I'm going to use AWs or AIs for clearance, uh, my tripod rear. Yeah. You know, there's so many, there's all this, this, this part to it of strategy that on the really easy match with big targets that you just throw it all out. You're like, I don't know. You just wait your turn, throw your bag up there, clean the stage and, and move on. So I like the, the ones where you got to focus. It makes the day it's harder. Uh, it, you put more work into it. It feels better when you run a tough stage. Well, um, so it is fun. I mean, it, it takes all, there's all kinds of different matches, but, um, it is fun when there's yeah. just good, even challenge across the board. So, um, anyway. and I think even, there was a really great stage that I, that I thought was a great stage. And it was on Sunday. Um, it was a four target stage and it was all off of the top of the rock. And so we were able to shoot yeah. basically double bag, or we were able to shoot with a, a bipod, you know, tucked really tight and a rear bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was kind of a pseudo semi, you know, semi positional, semi prone position. But the reason I liked that particular stage is it was four targets. The first one was very healthy. Yep. And then the next two were really small. It was a small little mini bear mm-hmm. and then the diamond target. And the diamond target was like a six inch diamond at like 600 yards. And then after that was another healthy target. If, if you made it there on time. Yeah. And so the reason I like that is because it allows you to get a couple impacts, start off with, yep. um, and then you got to work for those next few impacts. And then guess what? If you make it, you got a reward at the end. Yep. And so I thought that was a pretty well thought out stage because it, it challenged you in different ways. Mm-hmm. And one of the ranges were really hard to get because it was a skyline diamond. So it's yeah. like, man, what is that target? Well, we don't know. We can't get it. It's a yeah. six inch diamond at 600 yards. How in the heck do we get that, you know, range? No one can ping it. We're trying for 20 minutes. But <laughs> yeah, we, no, put, we, we did put a, little, a lot of effort in that stage. That was, a, that was a fun clean. That was a good one. But, yeah, that was a, I think that was a great stage. Um, you know, the way, yeah, setting it up and having some challenging targets and some hittable ones. And, um, yeah, for sure. It was good. So, um, so I got a uh, – I did pick out the – winner for the kafaru pack the kafaru 14er that is the i love that pack pack i use it's it's not a big giant pack it's real clean and sleek you can it fits perfect in with all my traveling in the, in the overhead compartments um you can yep. i fit my really right stuff in there um i you know spy you can fit a lot of gear in there and then put it in your carry-on to save some weight in your in your you know, your suitcase and I love it for matches. You can get some different pockets from Kafaru for the belt and for the exterior if you want to add a little bigger. Um, so they were cool enough to donate, um, you know, donate a pack and, uh, we get to give it away. So, yep. So the winner is the, the winner is drum roll, please. Tanner new three. 
Oh, Tanner. Tanner. He's, uh, I believe, he's a Canadian, right? I know Tanner. I have no idea. I think. I didn't pick this, Tanner, so congrats. Jake did. That was not a biased pick, but I, th- I think I know Tanner. So. <laughs> uh, do you know him? What was I that? Guess, I guess, uh, I said, I, I, do you know him? Um, I'm... Is he from Canada? Wait, no. Why am I so? so I'm, get, I'm mixing up some Tanners here. Okay, I don't know. Well, anyway, Tanner, T A N N E R, new N E U three from Instagram. Uh, get a hold of me, Tanner, and I will get this uh, pack sent out. If you're from Canada, which I didn't know. Um, yeah, he's from he's Canada. From, he's from Canada. He, I know Tanner. Yeah, he's Is, killed some giant animals. He's. He's a stud. Oh, really? Yeah, I know Tanner. Um, well, that's great news. Yeah, I just was mixing up a Tanner. Yeah, dude, that's all. He's from he's from Saskatchewan. Um, sounds good, Tanner. Give me a shout, and I will uh, get you a pack either in the mail to drop it off. Call me Canada. Yeah, so you can take um, it up there and save the shipping and, and stuff. That'd be perfect. Right on. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. And, a good X topic, and I'm going to dig out this next giveaway. Okay. Um, the I, You're cutting out a little bit there. Did you move, or is that my – you cut out a little bit there in that last section. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's good. I've got my internet set up in my shop, so I'm in my reloading room for the first time, and it's been good till now. I'm hoping it's not me, but anyway. Um, but, yeah, do you want it? So we mentioned – I'll just uh, – talk about a little bit we mentioned true velocity they uh they made a post a while back and we're, um, we're excited to be shooting um going to be shooting their ammo they've got some crazy technology uh we'll share more with you as we learn but we, we're going to be going down there and doing kind of a load workup for our six five creeds uh with them at the factory um should be at the end of this month but we're still kind of finalizing some things but Pretty excited about that. Going to, you know, take some different bullets down there and, and kind of figure out something that's just a really consistent um, consistent load. And then because of that, because we'll be shooting, you know, quote-unquote factory ammo, um, I'm going to start playing with tuners more too, which I haven't done a lot with. I just put a tuner on because that'll be the only variables, like just kind of fine-tuning each barrel. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, I was talking to Aaron Hip, and he was giving me some pointers, and I threw that sucker on there, and um, he cut a, um, a three-quarter thread for me. And then uh, anyway, so I'm going to be be playing with that and learning the the tuner game a little bit, which I'm not terribly familiar with. I haven't really ever needed to because Joe's all sixes just hammered. I was like, I was like, I don't know, I don't need a tuner. Aaron was like, Why aren't you running that? I was like, It's just I shoot and the shoot's good <laughs> so it'd be kind of fun to play with something play with something different so yeah um, it is that was kind of fun with the creed as well just like i've never i haven't had my 4350 out in years it's been all varget all the time and so digging out the old 4350 and i was loading large primers and different dies and different bushings i've got every six mil bushing and everything and i'm scrambling for six five bushings and looking for some large primers and, and it, it was kind of weird to switch it up. It's been a long time since, uh, you know, since I played with anything new on the competition side, it's just been BR and Dasher for, 
uh, which are, you know, same difference uh, for quite a while. And I love them, but it, it, it was kind of fun to try something new running. I was running AW mags, just no spacer kit, no nothing, just regular mags and, and just feeding great. Just, it feels like uh, kind of going back in time to when I started. So it was kind of fun. I love it. But anyway, what are you digging up right oh. now? Get some giveaway stuff. Okay. So we have a short action precision three piece combo uh package so this includes the uh the sap positional rifle sling nice. a pinup t-shirt a two-round holder some bonus swag and free shipping all from short action precision so this is rich and nate um nice. just really great guys they support uh the industry uh just a ton and one thing that mm-hmm. i that i know about these guys is that they always uh, for all my matches, they always buy a youth slot. And so then they give that slot to a youth. Um, you know, they just, they continually want to, uh, extend, you know, their blessings upon the youth in the industry and pay it forward. Uh, you know, just giant props to those guys. And, uh, this is another giveaway. Uh, they sent this to us. So we're going to give it away, uh, here on the podcast, short action precision, uh, sap three piece combo. So a couple things that you guys can do is obviously share the post, um, uh, tag short action precision tag, uh, rich and Nate. And then, uh, obviously, you know, tag VP and, uh, you guys will be able to be in for that drawing. And so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll give this away, uh, on the next podcast. Yeah. Yep. I love it. That's awesome. Of those guys, those guys have been around. I remember when I started out in the sport, uh, one of the first things I remember, they're always heavy on the prize tables. I was down at the Arizona match and they had all kinds of stuff out there and that's been a lot of long time now. So it's, yep. it's fun to see I those kind of, I run their two round holders on all my rifles. So yeah. it's just super, it's a Velcro. It's got the elastic on it, mm-hmm. put your two rounds in there. And I, it's, it's the most simple two round holder design. It's not, you know, made out of aluminum and fancy pants, but mm-hmm. it's my favorite. It's simple. It yep. doesn't get in the way. Yep. Um, and it's a little bit, uh, um, it's just, it's just too easy not to have on there. So I yep. put them on. Yeah. They're great. Same here. I've ran those for, for many years. So that's pretty cool of them. So that's awesome. Um, it's, it's fun seeing the support again, so many cool companies in here and so many companies have grown because of the support. I mean, they, um, I believe they started out of the precision rifle and that's, you know, that's how they got their company going. So it's, it's, uh, it's fun to see the companies that start, uh, with contributing back and the shooters go back. It's just like, a you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours and it's a win-win for everybody. Right. So it's fun to see these guys, uh, fun to see these guys doing that. So, um, and props to them, you know, a lot of the people reach out and just, you know, they want to give stuff away and we can pass it on and, and we appreciate it. So, um, anyway, what, uh, talk about Saskatchewan a little bit. What are you taking up there? Um, uh, good question. Yeah. So I'm actually taking a six, five PRC up there. It's, uh, um, it's a fairly new rifle to me. It's a Curtis, uh, Valor. Um, it is a, uh, benchmark, Remington varmint that has been fluted by Alamo precision. And, uh, it's, it's going to weigh right around, uh, 12 and a half pounds all put together. Um, I have a 
you know, 3.2 to 17 foundation US optics uh, with, with my reticle, which I like hunting with my own reticle um, or with the reticle I'm used to, I guess. Yep. It's probably a good way to put it just because it, 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 it just makes sense to me. Um, obviously, I'm going to shoot a deer. I don't know. It's a much bigger target than um, any of the steel that we shoot. Uh, I mean, you know, it should be. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot that. Uh, I have the element from XLR, the 4.0 uh, magnesium chassis. So it's a really light chassis um, and nice. it's a folder. So I can put it in a backpack or kind of nice. rock and roll and do whatever on it. So really excited about it. Obviously, nice. everything is super similar to all my match rifles, you know, still run a trigger tech diamond and, and all that kind of stuff is still, um, almost exactly the same. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. Just shooting regular Hornady, uh, precision Hunter factory ammo has the 143 ELDX in it. And it's good stuff. Uh, the stuff just absolutely hammers in my rifle. So I, I, I have a hard time even, having a desire to load any ammo or do any load development you know the sds are i would say the sds are 15 consistently so it's not like match level uh sds of single digit uh but it's definitely you know accurate enough and and good enough to take any shots out to four or five six hundred yards with a you know animal like that yep yeah for sure right on so how many you'll be up there for about a week or what are you thinking yep i'll be up there for five days uh cool the scats one we're going up to an outfitter up there and and gonna try to get ourselves a a good sized animal nice going with some 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 buddies from texas or somewhere down there going with clouds so uh, shout out to to wiley cloud uh He's, he's the one that had the connection on, on getting up there. And, uh, I went down and, you know, trained with him and his, and his boy red and, uh, just, uh, you know, just a great friend and, and just good people. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I'll be, uh, anxious to see what you, what you dig out. So it'll be fun. Um, we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we'll do, uh, it's it's like a hundred thousand acres of, or 150,000 acres. It's a pretty big place, but I guess technically it's still like a ranch. So I've never been on a ranch to hunt. So we'll find so, out how it goes. So what he's saying is get ready for some horn porn because this is, oh. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, there's, uh, it's, it will, it's going to be high fence. This is going to be some giants. So anyway, it's, it's, I, yeah, I have no problem with it. Just, it is what it is and to have fun. It's going to be fun to see what you, what you pull out of there. It's going to, it'll be funny. There's some giants in there, I guess. So it'll be, it'll, I'm going to make, I am, I'm going to make a long drawn out post where I had to hike for days uphill <laughs> both ways. So just, just to get on them and then two thousand yards away, I'm going to, I'm going to make some glorious posts. I'm they've sure. been, hunt, they've been hunting this buck for six years is the only one in the area. Yeah, six years. <laughs> I've seen on trail cam for, for yeah. But, and yeah. No, All those it, stories. You hear. It'll be, it'll be fun. <laughs> so, um, we've got, yeah, we've, I'm just paying for it. Yeah. Hey, it's going to be, it's going to be cool to see. So yeah, no, it's, it's hunting season. We've got, um, uh, we went up to Kodiak. Uh, I don't, well, I can we talked about it or not, but, uh, weather got pretty nasty when we just fished, we didn't end up going out for deer. So I'm going to try to go back either Kodiak or Prince of Wales or somewhere in the future. And, and, and I want to hunt those blacktail, but, uh, we ended up just having a great time, met some new guys, played cards, caught a lot of halibut and, uh, salmon and lingcod and sea bass and 
I don't know, caught a little bit of everything. Uh, it was pretty cool to see that place, um, uh, neat area. And then, uh, we've got, well, my buddy Ben's got, uh, Henry mountains, Utah, just a wild, one of the few wild bison tags in the U S. Um, there's only a handful of those in a couple States. Most of the bison you see are, are, you know, farm raised type of things. And so these are actually a wild herd, real difficult to get a tag. And so we're hunting that in uh, November. Um, pretty excited about that. And hopefully I'm headed up in a couple of days up to Washington, uh, to help a guy we know that drew a mountain goat tag, uh, hunt goats and hopefully maybe knock one down this weekend. So we got an area, That's we know where we've been, we've that? been in there a whole bunch. So what was that? Where's that at? That's up on Mount Baker. Nice. So it's nice. a beautiful area. We're hoping there's a weather window. The weather's probably the biggest uh, wild card on Baker. It's, it's not far from the coast. And you can be hiking in blue sky and it'll sock in with fog and then you won't, you can't see 50 yards for three days. So I think yeah. we've got a weather window on Thursday, Friday and Saturday morning. Uh, I'm trying to get, as soon as I get done with here, I'm diving back into paperwork. That's all I've been doing the last couple of days um, since, the, since the shoot and trying to get caught up on some billing and taxes and just all the stuff I'm behind on um, and getting that knocked out. And then I'll head up there and hopefully I mean, I think that's been on a lot of hunts and I've been into a lot of places and that is easily at the top of the list for scenery and, and just breathtaking views. So nice. fingers crossed for some clear weather. And we know this, this particular area where there's, uh, there's uh, a decent billy up in there. We're going to see if we can get, get in there. The guy's flying in from, he's from East coast. I believe he's from New York. Um, so he's flying over and we'll meet him out. We're going to try to go on Thursday and scout. And then he flies on Friday and see if we can, get him in there and see what happens. So it should be pretty fun. Right. So anyway, um, we're pushing an hour here, so I guess we could, we could wrap it up. So, uh, next giveaway, short action precision, um, Tanner, uh, shoot, uh, shoot Jake a message and about that backpack may be able to get it up there. It might work really well to, to for him to just bring it up there. Then we can avoid, um, some shipping and customs. <laughs> yeah. So, no, yeah. I'll just be perfect. Ship it up. Um, and then, yeah. So anyway, good job this weekend, man. Uh, way to grind it out. Congrats to uh, to Jake uh, getting his first couple wins. Pretty awesome. Knew they were coming. I mean, he was shooting. He's been practicing a ton. Uh, Nick Gardazzi, uh good good dude. Has been shooting with him a bunch. Taught him taught him a lot. And Nick's a, a killer shooter. He ended up getting third just behind you. Um, so those were the top three. And, uh, so props to him for burning it down. Good job for you for battling back and keeping your head in it. Um, and, uh, and props for me for shooting a six, five Creed, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome. No, it was, it was, it's always, it's fun to shoot. It's been hectic. Um, looking forward to some more. I'm looking forward to some mineral hunter too. I can't wait till that kicks back off. Oh, so yeah. Should be right. fun. So, all right, man. Thanks again. Good, good talking with you. We'll catch you later. Toodles.